Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast. People talking about comics, pop culture, and events. Today we have the Ignomatic Jedi Master Ross. Hi. What does that mean? I think it means smart. Okay. Sith Lord, pilot, Curtis. Does that mean I have the Force? No. Well, yes. I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I have a low midichlorian count. At least that's what the doctor said. How <laughs> do even test that? You don't need to know. <laughs> that's okay. Sounds dangerous. And Steve. Hi. Hey, you know what your voice sounds like? The announcer guy. No, not necessarily. All right. There's a piece in there that sort of... Talk to you later. Hey! Uh, well, uh, yeah, like, uh, what, I guess, the, hi. Uh, Allegheny? Yes, <laughs> that's something different. Um, so welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast. This is episode number uh, 86. Are you serious? Pretty sure. I thought I stopped, like, doing these at 70. I'm pretty sure you're busy. But I stopped doing it. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm not saying that it's like, hey, it's the show kept going, man. I know. Evidently not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, well, I'll give you the ratings have been down. Thanks. Well, I'm back. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I like. One time only. No, that's not going to be the truth. God, I hope it is. Oh, no, come on, man. <laughs> I haven't dug it even with hole to bury you yet. I bet you have. Well, maybe I have. I can't tell you. Then you'll know it's coming. I'm going to have to ask the listeners. Hey. I guess none of them are here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. Oh, my God. So this is our uh, 2016, what normally is a year in review. 2016, year in review. For the last couple years, and this year we're doing more of a more of a uh, books we liked in 2016 rather than a normal year in review. Brather? Brather, yes. Did you say brather? I said rather with an R. Oh. It may have come out brathery, which I'm not really sure what that means. Dan Rather? That's a different guy. Oh. He was ignorant. If he was here, this show would be... We'd be on point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on fleek, is that what the kids say? I think so. All right. What's that? Fleek? Yeah. I don't know. I just see him... I'm pretty sure it's like a... Straighten out their eyebrows or something. Yeah. Whatever. So if you're being sharp. Mm. So like back in the 50s where they were like, hey, you're sharp. Same idea. They never Gosh, said that in the 50s. Didn't they? No. What did they say in the 50s? I don't know. That's right. I wasn't alive. <laughs> <laughs> no for time travel. Didn't Don't use that word in the 50s. The movies say otherwise. Oh, okay. There's a lot of curse words in there. That's true. That was just a lot funner time. Unless you're, what's his name that died? was uh, Zor-El. Sorrel. Oh, uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, Rebel Without a Clue. Yes. <laughs> Island of Dr. Moreau? That's a different kind of thing. I don't know what's going on right now. Me neither. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Holy either. crap, it's a horse-headed dude. <laughs> well, thanks for coming, Ross. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Is this the kind of nonsense that's been going <clears throat> No, on? man. Normally, you do books. It's like the format hasn't changed that much. Right now, normally, it'd be like Ross and the dog pile, but all the news is about people dying, and that sucks. Well, Dude, it's, it's news, though. It is. Carrie Bradshaw? No, man. That's, well, that's Terry Bradshaw. Carrie Fisher. Come on, man. Sorry, my bad. Little, little bit of respect. A little Bun, bit. Bunhead? That's what she was in Star Wars. It is a sad fact of the matter that, that she's passed away. 
and her mother also, which is also double A day sad. later? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like poetic and heartbreaking, really. Have you ever had your phone and you can't figure out how to use it? No. Like, try to open it and I couldn't do it. That's weird. Okay. Have, have you ever called anyone and asked them where your phone is? I have I've done, done that. that. Or you've had it in your hand and you're looking for it? Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I've made a mistake, I guess. All right, sorry. That's a weird transition. That's a derailment. Yeah, completely. All right. So, yeah, we're going to skip past that part I was, of the show. Like, I lost my phone. We lost Carrie Fisher. Yeah. It was no. Common core. That's not the same thing. It's really not the same thing. I know it's not the same thing, but there was a lost <laughs> something. I don't think. I'm pretty sure. I guess my mind is on that, too. That would be where you'd fit. Yes, there you go. Whatever. That is uh, <laughs> whatever. December's a bitch of a month, man. It is. That's sad, right? Yeah. Anyway, it's a bitch of a month, man. I don't but disagree, sir. The whole year is probably pretty awful. Yes, people were saying 2016 sucked. Yeah, there there were some cool things. Happening. I saw something that said uh. Had Keith Richards on there. Right. It's like, I guess I outlived another year. <laughs> Man. No kidding. That yeah. is rough. Well, Stan Lee, well, provided Stan on the West Coast. you got a couple more hours, sir, before we get to 2017, so. Yeah, hold on. Yes. Otherwise, 2016's a real winner. And we're sorry if you pass If you die and it's our fault, <laughs> we're all going to burn. To be clear, there is no worry about that happening other than he's pretty old. Right. He's only 90-something. <laughs> 94. As How do like you know that off the top of your head, man? Yeah, he just has his birthday. Online, yeah. Oh, Ozzy had a birthday on December 3rd. He's like 68 or something. Oh. Right? He's old, too. Yeah, he's still alive, man. But I, I have a theory about that, though. What's your theory? All the drugs they do kind of embalms them. Ooh. So they're really mummies right now. Ah. Does that sound... Plausible? You know, I I believe other things that are equally crazy, so I'm going to go with maybe. Yeah, like spark plugs? Well, yeah. That is equally crazy. So they are. They're not real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think that's that's not not the, not the truth. But if I was in the future or was to start figuring out how to time travel tomorrow, I'd just throw things to the past. And in that's a why minute, I, you'll be in the future. You shut up. Just saying. You shut up. You're in the future. Oh, my God. Right Ross, now. what is going on? I don't know. See, what happens when there's no format, Ross. Past, present, and future in like three minutes. Isn't that right? Isn't that weird? It's a constant circle. You're such a jerk. So, anyway. <laughs> circle jerk. That's something. Yo. You can't say that on television. I, I think you. I don't know about that. Whatever. Luckily, All we're right. not being viewed. I'll shut up. Keep your pants on. <laughs> oh my god. That's going to be a rough one. <laughs> it is cold outside. It is. I know, right? Oh my god. Okay, well, Ross, you have any actual news? No. No? Okay. That gets, gets, any gets gaming news? Nope. Not anything at all? Nope. What about the Wii? the Wii? What's the new one? I don't know. Switch? Yes, the Switch. Switch? There, there is a Nintendo Switch coming out. That's it's not really news now, though. Oh, okay. The Wii Switch? We switch. Thank goodness it's not called bad. Man, that'd be... <laughs> Thank goodness. That'd be bad. You want to do a conspiracy thing, Ross? No, not at all. Not about the Beatles? No. no? I don't know if it's going to be about that stupid Mandela effect. Oh, that one I believe fully. That's but funny. the Paul McCartney one I don't know if I believe or not. Man, that's so old. It's not true at all. Did you it happen? think so? No. Did it happen this year? No. No. I, I don't think I'm aware of the Paul McCartney. No? Okay. Oh, you told me about that crap. I probably did. Yeah. No. Paul McCartney was killed by the other Beatles back in the 
early days of the Beatles and was replaced by a look-alike Paul McCartney. An LMD? No. Look, look-alike. Decoy. They didn't have that kind of technology back then. I'm Curtis. not saying they had to be a robot. He's a life model decoy. It's just a decoy. Okay. Although it'd be more awesome if he was a robot. That right? would be pretty cool. I think that's the new conspiracy theory we're going to start right here. Hey, Paul Paul Cartney's a robot? robot. Yep. (laughs) So the real Paul's been dead, and the current one's a robot, and that's why he says in the back the Abbey Road record, when you play it backwards, it says Paul is dead. Well, if you keep listening, it actually says Paul is a robot. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) see? Have you ever done that? I haven't listened to all of it, now. Have you ever done it, though? Do you have a record to actually do that with? No. So then you're relying on other people's information. From the internet. And they're fallible, right? People are fallible or yeah. robots? Are f- yes. Both. Both. Especially Terminators. Yeah, yeah plainly so. Is, is the Why T-1000 so really a robot? Uh, you know, I'm going to say... it's organic metal, right? No, the metal's are metal. The organic's the tissue on the outside. But it's all made of the same thing because no. they can shapeshift. Oh, well, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? T-1000? Yeah. Yeah, T-1000 was a liquid metal one. The T-88. IG-88. That's a different robot with the... Are we close? that tube head. What was that dude from that movie? Which movie? K-2. K-2, K2 the movie about the... Oh, you mean the new robot? Yeah. The new Star Wars robot is K-2, yes. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he has a pretty (laughs) epic death. (laughs) He's not dead. His death is epic. Sorry, Robot, 2016 sucked. Oh, that's true. <laughs> There's a whole movie full of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, we all, we all knew that one was going to happen. Right, well, yeah, you'd expect it if you had any clue what Star Wars is about at all. Take Spoiler. That. I think that was just a throwaway movie. <laughs> no. You didn't need that story. You know, originally, yeah. before the rewrites of it, they were trying really hard to keep uh, the two main characters alive. What's her name? Urso? Mm-hmm. You know... I, t- I texted him and said, Donnie Yen is the best thing to happen to the Jedi in years. Oh, yeah. I mean, that guy... He's fantastic. He wasn't even a Jedi, but he's the best thing to happen no, to the Jedi. So this is really cool. He's part of the Wills. The Oh, yeah, the Wills. Where basically what they do is they keep track of everything that's happened in the Force. Uh-huh. Like, history of it. Um, and it goes all the way back to George Lucas's original, original script. script of Star Wars. But uh, they've been referencing it in recent Star Wars stuff a lot recently, too. The guy at the start of Force Awakens, the old guy, Poe Dameron's searching yeah. for, yeah. that was what, he was part of the Church of the Wills. Max von Sydow, is that his name? I don't his remember that. Name. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So that's kind of cool. I huh. think they're about to touch on it in uh, the Rebels cartoon, too, now. That's cool. Well, yeah, that was part of one of the original titles, was Star Wars something the Wills. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I have to look it up to see what it was. I don't remember that. Whisper the Wind. I'll shut up. Something, something different. The South no. Yeah, this is completely <laughs> out of control. Is, it's good. Reading. Well, while Curtis goes through the uh, new catalog for the beginning of 2017, like I can neither confirm nor deny that. That's what you're looking at. I can see it. No, this is not going to be for January. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's January 2017 catalog. Yeah, but it's for March 2017. Well, that's when the, the if we wanted to release. start, okay, we need to go back to November. That's that's true. That's true. Right. Well, if you see things that are interesting, I guess mention them. I guess. I haven't got across that yet. Yeah, I see that. There's a big buffalo guy in the front. That's pretty cool. I know, cool. but it's weird. It is weird. Because he's fat <laughs> and tattooed. How is that? That makes perfect sense for a buffalo man. It's weird because it looks more modern than what I would expect, you know, because it would be more high fantasy. 
Right. And this is not, I don't think. Okay. So, I don't Is that American Gods? Is that what that is? Yeah, by Guy Grant, and Grant Morris. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Guy and other guy. Those went, are my favorite authors. Right? right. I went, I went through a... So <laughs> back in San, San Diego, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before or not, but in San Diego this year, they had a booth set up so you could have the American Gods experience where you would wait in a giant stupid line and then be led across half the convention center. <laughs> stupid it was line. stupid. Led across the convention center, then put in another line to go around the outside of the booth, be let into the booth. And when you got into the booth, on the way in, there was like a grab number thing that would either give you a keychain, a t-shirt, maybe a bag, I guess. And then they'd send you into a little booth. And inside the booth was a square hauled out room with a buffalo, not a real buffalo, but a buffalo, white, bunch of neon lights flashing everywhere and like the words American Gods playing on a projector on one wall and a pile of skulls that were around the buffalo. I have a picture of it that's on Facebook somewhere. Nice. Anyway, I was there with Nathan, one of the guys from the store who had me out there also and I'm like, Nathan, just tell him you're handicapped and have you try to ride the buffalo. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, come on, dude, you have a handicap badge because he has a handicap badge. He wouldn't do it. I don't know what the point of that story was, except I think Mayor Gods is going to be stupid. I think the moral of the story is... Don't ride the buffalo? Don't, don't go to conventions with Steve and listen to things... Come to on, Ross, we I have fun! the most that we get out of that is never listen to Steve. Oh, come on. So if you're listening to this now, shut us off. <laughs> I don't listen to... Don't listen to... I didn't really mean it. I just thought... Now, if Ross would have had the badge, I would have taken his badge and done it myself. Why don't you take... What's his name? Nathan's badge? Yeah. Because I, we're not that close. I mean, yet... Now, maybe were you close now. in line? Or? We were standing. Yeah, we were together well, That's line. pretty close. Yeah, well, I didn't feel like, if I grabbed Ross's badge, you wouldn't feel like I was manually assaulting him, I don't think. Oh, I would have. Yeah. See? But so I guess it would be fine. Right, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Security! <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. We have fun when we go to shows, you rat bastards. When you say we, do you mean you? Yes, I mean okay. me. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> At everyone else's expense, and it's great. <laughs> Unless I'm yelling at you, then that case is not so great, so he's yelling. That happens a lot. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Curtis, so, get your head out of your... I don't... Yeah, Okay. Okay. Hey, Curtis, get back over here. I, well, there's that. Hey, let's go over here now. That's hey, can you carry this? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, does, that does happen. I'm, I'm like, hey, do you get to talk to Pat Gleason yet? And you're like, no. And I'm like, let's go talk to Pat Gleason. And you're like, I don't want to because I'm afraid. It's and not that I'm afraid. He is a busy man. That's true. <clears throat> but his time is valuable just like our time is valuable. What, what is that even? I don't know. <laughs> what are we know. fighting for? We're not. Now, I'm not really sure if we are. Are we? So we're we going to talk about books that we like. God damn, Ross, you kick it off. Ross, go. 2016, you got a book you liked? So the first thing in 2016 that I liked was... 2016 was the end of Robin, Son of Batman. Yes. Which was sad that it ended. But it ended and turned into Pat Gleason and Tomasi doing Superman. Right. With the rebirth. And the whole rebirth thing was really cool, but... Uh, Superman, in particular, has been really, really awesome. Right. So you'd say Superman was a, a winner this year? Yeah, yeah. It, For sure. I would, I would give you that. It I'd should... say all of Rebirth was a pretty big win this year. Uh, I don't but know about that. Well, I'd give you the giant size issue was pretty good. The 80-page right. giant, the DC Universe. I'm telling you, if you're keeping track of the Rebirth stuff, it's all been really good. All right. Can we just play point-counterpoint? No. Yes? Point, Ross. Counterpoint, Steve. Hey. Point, <laughs> Ross. Counterpoint, Steve. Does that mean we both have two points? No, that means you're negative two. Oh. <laughs> I don't and Ross is up to ten. I don't, understand this, I don't understand this game. 
A point is five. Okay. Counter point is negative one. <laughs> so as soon as you make a valid point, I will give you five points and you'll get three. <laughs> oh my or we God. can just keep going to negatives. No, I'll just take all the negatives. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. That's how you win in golf, right? That's my favorite part of 2016. <laughs> and thank you for listening. <laughs> Ridiculous. What was the book you liked in 2016? 2016? Well, I, I like Superman also. I've been pretty happy with uh, Revolution, the whole thing going on over at IEW where G.I. Joe, Transformers, Action Man, and ROM are all crashing into one universe. That's I've dug crazy. that. I think that's been pretty cool. As far as an event book, it's been pretty good, too. What's What sparked that event? Uh, well, Hasbro and IEW decided that with all these other companies making these giant connected universes, that it would be a good idea for them to do it, too. So he took all the but, old... But, but, but in story-wise, what sparked it? Oh, what started it? Yeah. Well, in the story, the universe itself apparently has always been connected, just no one's run into each other. So there's not like an actual event that launches it. It's that it's always been that way. They just have never encountered each other, which doesn't make any sense, really, considering that the giant Transformers were places you think a, Joe, like a special G.I. Joe military force would have known about them. But this is supposed to be the first appearance of the rogue Autobots revealing themselves to the... Humans as normal, I guess. Mostly because of an invasion of uh, the dire wraiths that Rom hunts. So we've been invaded by dire wraiths sometime. When? I don't know that. But they've been here for a while, and the way the dire wraiths work now in the current Rom series is they pose as humans and uh, have like crazy tentacles that can shoot out of them. Aren't they just like phantoms? They, in the old Marvel Universe, they were very different. Uh, they're more sludgy like phantom things in the first place, back in the old Marvel Universe. Yeah. The newer version of Dire Wraiths are more, uh, think, uh, more alien. Independence Day, but with the ability to shapeshift into Ross. So it would look like Ross. wouldn't have Ross's memories necessarily, but it would, it would look like Ross and then kill him and replace him and insert itself into our collective. So exactly what happened. Pretty much. I figured as much. <laughs> Explains a lot, doesn't it? Where are the Autobots? Tell me now, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> They're at home on his counter. I've yep. seen them. Yep. That's not by his doing. I don't know. Well, it's whatever. Whatever. But with that, with that going on, whenever Rom shows up on the planet, which is supposed to be his first arrival on Earth, um, he can see the difference between the two of them. So if you've heard his review Rom at all, then this makes will be something you've heard before. But Rom's able to see the difference between the dire race and the humans, regardless of what form they're in. But he doesn't tend to explain what he's doing to anyone. Mostly because he just starts fighting things and then die race fight back. Sounds like they live. It so does. I was just thinking they put does. the glasses on. Right? No. Yeah. Why isn't he explaining it? Well, better for you know what I mean? for Rom. I think it's because he's like a galactic exterminator, and when you show up on a place to exterminate the rats, you don't tell the mice what you're doing. Rats. Yes. If you're here, if you're an exterminator here to kill rats. You wouldn't tell the oh, mice what rats. you're doing. Yeah. I got wraiths and rats. Yeah, oh. I heard wrath. Yeah, that's what oh. I heard. Rat. You can't exterminate wrath. <laughs> no, well. Wrath of the Titans. That's a movie you can exterminate. Well, it's a new one. <laughs> yeah, right. The old one's good. Yeah. The little owl guy was cool. Bobo? Yep. That's good stuff. I like it. There's something coming up that you probably would like. It's going to be in 2017. Don't tell me what I would like. Let me tell you what it was. What it is. What it is? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Turkey. <laughs> That's not what the answer was. What it is. Uh, Planet of the Apes meets Green Lantern. I think 
Didn't I get the first book from that? That hasn't come out yet. What did I just get then? Uh, probably Green Lantern and Star Trek Volume 2. That's right. Oh, that came out too? Did you want nice. it? Yeah. That's right. It had old good old Sinestro on it. Yeah. Good old Sinestro. Yeah, good old I don't Sinestro. think I've ever heard him referenced in that matter. It all depends on how well like you know him. him. Yeah, he's my bro. <laughs> Sinestro, my bro. That sounds terrible. Not Arkilo. Sinestro? Bro? Yeah. Yeah, he should be the leader. Arkilo? Yeah. Yeah. He instills more fear than Sinestro. <sighs> that off-color pink face. Sinestro pop is what I'm going to call him now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, uh, okay. I'm not going to stop you. Well, but, uh, I think that's the only time I'm going to call him that. <laughs> not normally. Well, looking back on what I just said, it sounds stupid. So, I'll just call him Sinestro. Good job. Or Mr. Fear. Mr. Fear? Yeah. Mr. Fear sounds pretty bad too, oh. but it is, it is a title. And it official. sounds like a fifties villain. It does, Mr. Fear. But it sounds more official than just an astro. Petting a black cat instead of a white one. Yeah, it's like you're that selling a whole nother thing. That instills more fear. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> another <laughs> another awesome book Ross? crossover that was partly last year, but a lot of this year, and the second series this year was the Batman Ninja Turtles. So all right. I mean, it started last year, but they ended it in the end of this year, and the right. end of it was crazy. That was really good with all the changing, all the changing of the Gotham characters. It was crazy. Yeah, and they brought in uh, Damien at the end of it. Damien and Casey Jones at the end. And Casey Jones. Yeah, yep. it's way cool. And then the new one that uh, has been coming out is pretty good too, with uh, the animated style. Batman yeah. and the new Ninja Turtles. As much as you wouldn't think that those two styles would mesh, they really do. And in the the latest issue, they brought, um, you saw Poison Ivy team up with one of the Ninja Turtles villains. That's like a giant uh, praying mantis type thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Snakeweed, I think is what it's called. Nice. And yeah, I'm looking at number two. Yeah, it's got a cool cover. Yeah, and they have uh, Robin and Batgirl from the animated series show up too. It's definitely the original animated series of Batman. So not the new adventures, but the first one. Right, right, with Barbara, Barbara and Grayson. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's really cool. That's cool. The has got a cool look to it. The cover's been cool. The Harley Quinn with her with all the cutesy dolls around her, mm-hmm. like claw machine style. Yep. Pretty cool. I do like that. Yep, Joker and Harley Quinn have definitely had a bigger part in the second series than they did in the first one, too. Right, the first one was more Russell Gooley. Yeah, and more uh, Shredder than anything. Right. That was a sweet team up. Yeah, it was what's a good that, one. What's that book called, Red Hood and the Outlaws? Yeah. I read the first issue of that. Yeah? I enjoyed it. It's good. I didn't expect to like it. Have, have you read it since Bizarro joined it? Just the first issue. I didn't know if he was on the first one or not. He is I think he came towards the end. end, yeah. Is he? Nice. Yeah. He's more in it as the book moved on, but yeah, the first issue is more of a... It's more of a setup. Yeah. Correlation to pick him to get him in the group. Of What's Bizarro like in it? Is he like classic Bizarro, or is he more like the Forever Evil Bizarro? No, he's more he's classic, he's classic Bizarro. It's kind of disappointing a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't have the the Frankenstein thing going on. I like both of them. Yeah. I do too, but I definitely really I prefer the way he was in Forever Evil. Understand the other ones. More like a Frankenstein. He was yeah, more like just a monster thing. Yeah, you know? and you like that monster. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, though. I, I was excited about that one because of Bizarro, pretty much. The whole idea of it being like the anti-Trinity is kind of a... 
It's kind of it's cool, kind of cool because it's like the opposite version of you have evil Batman, then you have well Bizarro Superman. Evil is not necessarily not really right. Evil. Not really evil, yeah. but like tainted Batman. How about that? Yeah. And then Artemis, who's like the tainted Wonder Woman. So yeah, it really is like an anti-Trinity. That's cool, but not necessarily evil because they're not really bad. They're just questionable in their choices. What's what's Red Hood like now? Because I haven't read any Red Hood since Rebirth. He's basically the same. Because he like, pretty much turned he, into a hero. Yeah, but like the Punisher hero. An anti-hero. Yeah. It's like, did you say anti-Trinity? Yeah. 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 That's what it is. I was just wondering, because like, in New 52, he got where he got along with Batman and stuff just fine. Well, that stuff's still going on. Like, him and, him and Batman being tolerant of each other or being... Not like, I mean, ever since the whole taking him out of the desert and being like, tell me how you died, how you came back from the dead stuff happened, that's never really been repaired, repaired. Gotcha. But they don't not get along. It's not the same as when he first showed up and he's like, I'm going to shoot everything well, Batman. Well, yeah, because, I mean, pre-New 52 was when you had Dick Grayson Batman, and he right. was trying really hard to be, like, the replacement, but kill everything. And right. hated Batman because of what he'd done to him. And yeah. So the the angst that he had when he first came back from the dead or showed back up is not the same anymore. Like it's it's part of that's been worked out, but it's not like it's not like they're on the best terms. Like he's best friends with Batman. No, yeah, yeah. anything like no. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, but as far as like, oh, I need you to do this, then they'll do it, but they'll do it with us without a smile. How about that? I see. So but yeah, it's been pretty good so far. I mean, it's, he, he fits a lot better with the. Uh, the first Red Hood and Outlaws books, like with with him and uh, Starfire, it fits like that. I mean, yeah. It's, as far as character wise, it's not as angsty as the first batch was, but the first batch are still trying to figure out how to play with them. So gotcha. <laughs> Speaking <Yeah>. of, <laughs> of Starfire, yes, I've also really liked Teen Titans since Rebirth with Damien and. Kid Flash and Beast Boy and Raven and Starfire. Yeah, it's been pretty good. And, and Goliath. That has been surprisingly awesome. And Goliath and Beast Boy are pretty hilarious when they're in the same thing. Well, even when they kick that thing off, like, the beginning of it's... The beginning is a little weird if you don't know where where things are coming from, so the whole Tim Drake being gone thing, it kind of catches you off guard if you're not reading Detective and don't have any idea what's happening in the universe. And they just drop it on you. A little bit, but in in the new Teen Titans, in the Rebirth, they just have like a little reference to it. They don't right. spend a whole lot of time focusing on It's just that one-shot issue they do. Well, yeah, and even even in that first issue, mm-hmm. he just says he'll never be Tim Drake. Right. But, I mean, I think I think anyone would enjoy it even without knowing that stuff. Right. Okay. Just the first issue, the Rebirth issue, I guess it's not the first issue, it's the other number one. Is very heavily about that because like everybody's being depressed about things. Hilarious because Beast Boy turns into a giant shark in a pool and kind of attacks a girl. It's awesome. Yeah, that one was funny because Damien kidnaps everyone. Yeah, you think it's like some super villain kidnapping all these people, and then it ends up being Damien in the end. Right. Yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah, it's been it's been good. The covers have been really good on that one too. They've been mm. John Boy Myers doing the covers. This is awesome. That's so been good. Yeah. I do dig that. Uh, All New Wolverine's been pretty good. If I was going to throw another one out there, that's actually been really good. Like, the whole Laura running around as, as Wolverine. Weird name set, but the story's been really cool. Like, her chasing down other clones like her that aren't exactly like her. And the storyline, it, it's been pretty good. Like, the most most of what they start with, the first batch of, I don't know, probably seven issues, 
deals with that a lot. And we get a new character named Gabby, who's a younger clone, like Laura, but not the same as Laura. And she's kind of awesome. Gun-toting and crazy, but awesome. Nice. And the art's been really art's been good in that one, too. Like, that's really cool. And I kind of wonder if this whole Logan movie thing is going to lead to that concept being a thing. Because it seems to be what they're playing on, according from the commercial, but... Yeah. Whether that's the actual direction they're going to go in the franchises, don't know. It'd be kind of cool if they did, but... Is that X-23, the little girl that's with them? That's what, that's what people are thinking, yeah. So if it is the X-23 with Logan at the end of that movie, you easily bridge the gap with the next movie and just pass it forward. Yeah, but... After that, I don't know where you go. You have to go to reboot, probably. I guess it just depends on how people take the. Well, yeah. So, what were your impressions of that? The trailer? Yeah. It looks freaking awesome. Like it's a great trailer. Now, is it a great trailer because of the Johnny Cash song? <laughs> Maybe. But it's really good. Surprisingly enough, I mean, my dad is not into any comic book, sci-fi, anything related to that at all whatsoever. Right. My dad loved that trailer. He's like, I want to go see that movie, and I'm like, nice, that's cool. <laughs> right? It's a really good trailer. It didn't do anything for me. No? No. Because it doesn't look comic booky. Well, it's not going to be... Like, Old Man know. Logan is a title, whereas a concept, it's not going to oh, be I know. that. But it's, it's, it just doesn't... It doesn't do anything for me. Hmm. It's funny, that's probably the exact reason why it, like, sold my dad, or right. people like that on that... Uh, trailer. If 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 I knew that it wasn't Wolverine, it might sell it for me. Right. But seeing it doesn't it doesn't look like a movie that I would be interested in if it wasn't related to comic books. Gotcha. Makes sense. Sure. Well, it's a lo- little Lone Wolf and Cubby from like. But I love Lone Wolf and Cub too. Yeah, but that's a, it's a different thing based on era. And it feels kind of like uh, Cable and Hope. Oh yeah, I can see that. That's the feeling I got from it. Right. And more down to earth. That's cool. So it seems yeah, like they're trying to more ground it, make it more grounded than super high fly superhero. Yeah, until we get to it, I don't think it's going to be quite what we got from the last bunch of X Men movies. But it seems like a lot of so watching the trailer, a lot of pieces fit for me to the Wolverine the X Men animated cartoon, uh-huh. and pieces are, are reminiscent of Old Man Logan. I mean, we know we're not going to get Old Man Logan straight up because, first off, like, all the properties don't connect enough in the movie world to make that happen. Because there'd be so many things you'd have to change between the corporations to make that happen that would be impossible. So, with that in mind, I think if you take the flair from the Old Man Logan and you say that's Professor X taking the spot of Hawkeye and kind of trying to mentor him back to doing things, I can see that. But in that Wolverine and the X-Men cartoon, it's the one where Xavier... Like, Jean Grey dies, and Xavier goes into a coma, and he's in a coma for, I don't know, 20 years or something. And then he wakes up in the future, and the future's a mess, which is normal, sort of. And he has a psychic link to Wolverine in the past. So it's like, for a long time in the series, Wolverine thinks it's just a voice in his head. And we find out it's actually Charles in the future trying to tell him what to try to fix to change things. It's a really pretty cool cartoon series, or animated series, I guess. Yeah, I watched a lot of that one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But I can see pieces like that with the paralyzed Xavier and Wolverine, like, carrying him around like part of himself. Mm. So I can see that, too. I doubt either of the storylines will come from that at all. But pieces of both things seem to be reminiscent in that trailer. So if they go the direction of hope, there's a lot of... 
people interested in that idea, just because then we get a different female lead and there's a lot of soapboxers that think that's the best thing in the world. I think it's cool because it sort of fits the comic world. If the soapboxers are happy too, then I guess it's alright. Yeah, I think if you can if you can make both those parties happy, you'll be good. Right. So hopefully it finds the middle ground and makes that work, which it's all a matter of how people receive her. That's the, I mean, this movie, if she works in this movie, you can go two years and put out a movie with a totally different actress, make her older and move forward. Maybe get two or three movies out of it, and then have to reboot. You can even do the same actress probably in two or three years. That's true. That's a good point. Depending on how old she is. Like, I don't actually know how old the girl is. Um, Usually they have actresses that are older than their part. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, I mean, she may land the part and be fine. Which, the way it looks, I mean, the trailer looks amazing. But like I said, is it is it the Johnny Cash that makes it amazing, or is it because it's actually awesome? I don't know. I'm telling you, the Johnny Cash and the Dodge trucks are what sold my dad on it. I don't but. doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that. You're, you're, you it, it was cool for me to watch, too. To, yeah. To, yeah. It is, it is pretty epic seeing in the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty impressed by it. That's, I think that'll be good. That, that'll be cool. The new Old Man Logan series has been pretty good, too, comic book-wise, for another, like... I don't know if i say it's the best of by any means, but it's been pretty good. Like, it's an interesting concept, because if, if you dig Old Man Logan, Doug... Doug? Is that right? Doug, the Old Man Logan series, like the original one, and the concept of him dropping in our universe with a hit list, and that being the whole basis of what he's doing, pretty cool, because it's like a... Uh, I don't know, it's like a normal revenge kind of plot, but in a world where that revenge plot doesn't totally fit. And he's slowly realizing that as he goes, which is pretty cool. Like, issue three, three or four, he runs into a modest Cho Hulk. We might have reviewed that book, too, now I think about it. I don't know if we did or not. We might have. But when he runs into modest Cho, like, if you know anything about Old Man Logan, the original series, and you know the Hulks go a very crazy direction, and he has a lot of reason to want to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so he's after Banner to make that not happen. And he runs into Modest Cho, Hulk, which is very, very different. And he starts to realize that maybe this world is not the same world he's from. Which has been pretty cool. Like, it's a definitely interesting cool. thing. Yeah, it's a cool concept. Yeah. And, like, the art style, too, is pretty gritty. I can't remember what the name of the artist is, but he's the same guy who did Jeff Lemire's run of, uh, of Green Arrow. So that was the same artist in it, but it was pretty cool. I think it's Andrea something. It's yeah, I can't. There can't remember. It was good, though. Something else is going to be coming out pretty soon, I think February, which is nothing to do with 2016, so should I drop it? I'm going to say it anyway. Super Sons looks awesome. I still hate the title, but the few images that are out on the internet, and like the setup from the issue 10 and 11 of uh, Superman, great. Another reason to read the Superman series. If nothing else, just read issue 10 and 11. You say, oh, I hate Superman, because he's got too many powers. I hate Superman. Well, it's not really Superman. Those two issues are really not Superman. And the regular Superman series, even that is not necessarily... It's not what you expect no, it to be. No, it's not at all. Like what you, Yeah, Yeah, 10 and 11 with uh, Damien. Damien in them were mm-hmm. really, really good. It was like a continuation of his Robin, Son of Batman series. Yeah, it was. It had all the same characters show up. Yep. And, yeah, Nobody and Goliath. And, yeah, it was pretty good. And Super Sons is supposed to be a direct continuation of that. It is. So... Different artist, but the art that's been out there, put out there, it looks really great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, if, you've seen, if you guys got to see the uh, DC Holiday Special, the same dude that did the covers doing the interiors for at least the first arc. 
He's done so. some of the art in the Superman book itself, too. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember which issue it was, but he did the ah. art on one of them that Pat Gleason didn't do. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Super Sons is going to be a really good book. Yeah, I think it'll be great. So, see, so I got two books under my belt for things that I say you should read from 2016. Ross, I think you have two. Curtis says he doesn't care about 2016. I have another one. Let's so. see what he got, Ross. So, in 2016, DC did a crazy thing where they were like, we're going to remake all the Hanna-Barbera properties all that right. you liked when you were a kid. and They're going to be all new, different things. And, you know, some of them have worked better than others. That's true. I know people have been kind of hard on the Wacky Raceland and Scooby Apocalypse, which I personally really like Scooby Apocalypse still. Yeah. But um, I know Flintstones is one that people like. I haven't read a lot of that one yet. It's pretty good. It's better than what you'd expect it to be. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I've heard a lot, yeah, like I said, I've heard a ton of people really like it. The one that I really, really, really like is Future Quest. Because oh. Future Quest isn't really a reboot, as much as it's like, Crazy Cthulhu Monster brings all the properties together, all the action properties together. Right. And they do new things with them, and they do... I don't it's kind of hard to explain, because it feels like they're still the old cartoons, but they're doing... Things that work in modern time, right? Uh, rather than an update, it, it's more of a as if they were always there kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of like, like, oh, I mean, almost a lot like Superman Rebirth, where it's the Superman that you've known for forever, right? But he's just in a modern setting now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Birdman and Space Ghost and Herculoids are finally back in the last issue. Which is crazy, yeah. And one of the really cool things I was just telling these guys is that uh, Doc Shaner is the regular artist on it, and he does awesome. It's yeah. like he was meant to draw this stuff. It's so good. But every once in a while, they've had backup artists in it. Every backup artist they've had so far has been someone that worked on those properties beforehand. Right. So we had, I think it was Steve Rude on mm-hmm. issue one. Steve Rude. And, uh... Maybe issue three or four. I don't remember. He helped on another one, too. I want to say it was four. But he worked on old uh, issues of Space Ghost and Johnny Quest before they were with DC at all, even. Yep. And then recently, uh, what's the artist that's on it, Curtis? Ariel Olivetti. Yeah, and he worked on when DC rebooted Space Ghost in, I think it was about ten years ago now, actually. Yeah, pretty close. And it all looks really good and all fits really well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a really cool standalone series. series for Space Ghost. Mm. Had Alex Ross covers, but the interiors were done by what was the name? Oliveri? Ariel Olivetti. That's the guy. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And he's so totally different art style than oh, uh, Doc yeah. Shaner, but it still fits perfectly. It's so cool. Well, it's really cool because where he's connected before that. Mm. Like. That other Space Ghost series was great. I mean, it, was, it was a mini-series, maybe seven, eight issues at the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, But it was pretty cool. I mean, we had we got the uh, Praying Mantis, Zorak. Yeah. And, like, met the kids, Jan and Jace. The even funny thing about that Space Ghost series is they took his name from Space Ghost coast to coast and gave wow. him, made it his first name and everything That's in that funny. book. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Thaddeus. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, it's so ridiculous. But yeah, uh, the current one, Future Quest, is really, really good. Oh, yeah, it's pretty legit. I mean, like, story-wise, if, if you don't dig that silly humor from the uh, Harvey Birdman or the Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because it's kind of great, this is nothing like that. Like, it really isn't. It's like straight-up Johnny Quest 
early 70s Johnny Quest, like the black and white, or like the, not black and white, like the pale green robot army men getting killed and mm. spiders destroying everything, like crazy yeah. stuff that made you just afraid when you were a kid. You're <laughs> yes. like, man, Johnny Quest is cool, but man, that kid's getting, he's around so many crazy things, which is what was awesome about it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And they did a really cool thing with uh, Mitor in it. Where uh, they they tied Mitor into the Cthulhu alien thing oh, okay. because the alien exists in like all dimensions at the same time. Basically, it can open portals and go back in time, and and so the Mitor in it right now isn't the Mitor from Caveman times. It's a kid. It's like Shazam style. It's a kid that found his club and can call on the power of Mitor, and it turns him into the superhero. And his pet cat into a giant saber-toothed tiger. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's way cool. It's kind of He-Man-ish, but I, I do like very He-Man. He-Man-ish. That's, I think I've said it before, but, like, uh, Midor was supposed to be a Thor cartoon originally. And so that was the Thor when he was the doctor. Yeah, when he carried around this, the walking stick that transformed into the hammer. Yeah, and so basically Midor, they were like, well, we'll put him in dinosaur times and <laughs> make it a caveman with a club. That Exactly the same thing. Yep. It's awesome. Man, that's pretty good. You know, the only one I'm missing that, that they don't have in there is Thundar. That'd be cool. I, th- I guess Thundar was technically not Hanna-Barbera. It wasn't? But it was adopted into it later. Oh. It was Ruby Spears who were uh, creators that worked on all the Hanna-Barbera stuff, but then formed their own company later, and then they were bought back into it later than that. Gotcha, okay. He would, I think he'd fit, and it wouldn't surprise me if, since the series is supposed to be an ongoing series, well, at this point it is, yeah, I could totally see him showing up at some point. That'd be freaking awesome if he did. So kind of like Don Bluth when he left and made his own company, but never Don Bluth just never came back. Yeah, yeah. So similar idea, okay. So we so, get your Balto and your Anastasia movies. Yep. What's cool is for the future for 2017, they're doing a bunch of annuals that are going to be crossovers with DC like, regular properties and the Hanna-Barbera ones. So the one that ties the most in is there's actually a future quest crossover with Adam Strange that's going to show up that's supposed to tie in to both the Rebirth continuity and the future quest continuity, which is kind of crazy. But there's also going to be a Space Ghost and Green Lantern. It should be awesome. Really cool. Heck yeah. And there's like super crazy banana splits and Suicide Squad. Which is also super crazy. Which I'm super excited for just because of how dumb the banana splits are compared to the Suicide Squad. So ridiculous. What's What's the the really, really weird one that has to do with Batman? Batman and Top Cat. Yeah, that's just, (laughs) yeah. I think that might, that's either the backup. I think it's the backup in that Suicide Squad book, okay, actually. Okay, I guess it makes sense where it's at. So each each book will have two different stories. The main one, and then a backup one that's either a crossover like that, or it's kind of an introduction to a new Hanna-Barbera book that they're going to make at some point. So the other really, really crazy one that's exciting is the Flintstones with Booster Gold. Should be awesome. And that's going to have a backup of the Jetsons by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. Mm, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. cool. That is that. That is pretty interesting. I, some of those make me shake my head, but yeah, a I couple mean, of them are are kind of awesome. They sound so ridiculous. They do. Kind of like this might be awesome when it comes out. Yeah, well, that cover for the Suicide Squad with the man who splits and the Suicide Squad together—it mm. looks awesome. Yeah, it I does. Don't have any clue what it's gonna look like inside, but it the cover looks awesome. Those of you that don't know, banana splits are giant animals. 
Like, people-sized animals. Yeah. And, like, original, they weren't a cartoon. They were, like, a live-action musical type thing. Kind of like bumpers between episodes, sort of. So you'd have, like... They would have little cartoons. Spots where they ran out and did things, and then they'd go away. So, like, how Adult Swim does their weird bumpers that are, like, 15 seconds or, like, half a minute. They were longer, though. Yeah, they were. They were, like, three, four minutes at least. They were full, like, skits instead of commercials. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. like picture Disneyland costumes. That's that's what right. the characters Yeah, that's are. that's what they are made of. Yeah, Disneyland costumes. Now picture that teaming up with the Suicide Squad. Hey, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's cool. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy nonsense, Ross. Crazy nonsense. Been asked what's Claire Curtis? Don't know. I was expecting it sounds delicious. <laughs> no, no, it hurts my teeth. Oh, that's not. I good. don't know who they are. It's all right. It's understandable. I may know them yeah. by seeing them, but um, maybe. But I'm gonna say it's unlikely. The only way I know them is they used to show them on old Cartoon Network and a whole lot on Boomerang, but they wouldn't actually show the show. They would show like a music video of them. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, what is going on on my TV right now? <laughs> and then he'd look back and say, they're here. Which is awesome. I like how he woke up to the TV. Yeah, well, I usually fall asleep with it on. Fall asleep watching Flintstones, wake up to banana splits on the TV. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. Is you know what's happening in the Flintstones? Yeah, well, <laughs> more than banana splits. Okay. That does make sense. Like, I'll give you that. <laughs> you're like, what are these costume things doing? I don't understand. Where's my animation? Exactly. Fred and Barney, what's happening? <laughs> in, my, in my head, I just see Ross waking up and looking at the dog and being like, what is going on? And the dog's like, wow. <laughs> Because the dog doesn't care. It's true. He does. He doesn't care. Or no. So no. That's well. I'm gonna go with he knows, but he just doesn't care. While Ross is asleep, he watches something entirely different. Then Ross wakes up and he changes the channel back. <laughs> I'm pretty positive about that. Pretty positive. You know, Jack likes to play Dobbin, but well, you got a couple of those nature channels. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's an animal. He likes to play dumb, but he doesn't know he's playing. <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. He's an animal. He likes to watch Animal Channel. It's, it's almost like watching porn. You know, do leave Scooby-Doo on for Jack to watch during the day. See? He so, does watch it, too. That's super weird. <laughs> or he's trying to trick me. It definitely looks like he's watching it most of the time. He's just biding his time. That's true. For revenge? You just wait. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so that was what was that for you, Ross? Three, four? I don't know. I stopped keeping One, track. One, two, three. I'm going to go with four. Maybe. I think, oh. I'm, I think I'm out now, though, so. I found that book. You found the cover? Yeah, doesn't it look crazy? That's a lion. A and a big beagle. Yeah, and a big monkey with glasses. And an elephant. Yeah. How, yep. Crazy They nonsense. made that, and they are like, Ross is going to love this. That's probably true. <laughs> it's probably true. But that dinner we had in Denver during uh, the during the Denver Con with the guy, who's, what was that guy's name that was there with us? Uh, oh, it was with Dan DiDio. Dan DiDio put it on, but there's like two of, two other guys are with him that are, I can't remember the, either one of their names. Anyway, at that, that particular dinner... While they were getting drunk, you're like, you know, you really need some banana splits. And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm like, Ross, I, what, what are you I doing? I did mention that I love the Hanna-Barbera stuff. That's true, you did. And that I like Batman and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, no, that's happening again, too. Yep. Yeah, see? See, if you guys want to blame somebody, I say blame Ross. 
So what happens when he goes out drinking with the guys at DC? It gets crazy. Yep. Or something. Comes home with Jeff Johns autographs. You never really know what's happening. It's crazy. <laughs> I think Jeff Johns probably foresaw that happening. It's probably quite possible. That's what he says he does anyway. Okay, so other books that are uh, were awesome this year. Um, like Revival's still really great. I mean, it's been going on for a while. They're getting ready. To, they're going to wind up wrapping it up. Uh, probably another five issues, I think. I can't remember what issue number we're on actually, but it's it's been really good. Tim Seeley and Mike Norton, fantastic book. Like I like that thing a lot. Um, but it has been going on for a minute. So like other stuff that was new this year. You know, I don't know. The first issue is She-Hulk came out, and it's kind of great. What about Reborn? Oh, Reborn is fantastic. Yeah. Seven to Eternity. Seven to Eternity also. Seeing you said you had nothing for 2016. <clears throat> Reborn. Man. You know, that, we still have a couple more issues that than that one. It, the first couple issues were okay, and I can see where they're going. I, I haven't I haven't read three and four yet. One and two are okay, but I don't know if I like what's happening yet. It's it's still got two more before it finishes. Like most of the big crossover, big event books haven't even. I mean, like haven't finished or just barely finished. Like Civil War two just finished, and we have just now got to the second to last issue of the Dark Knight Master Race. It's like all these books are like in the middle, and to be like, oh, it's the greatest thing. Well, you still have like three more books to finish it. So well, you, uh, don't, you don't have to judge a whole series. Just no, that's true. Just one book. That's that's true. Yeah. It's generally what we do. The Justice League versus Suicide Squad. That yeah, started. that's pretty. Cool. It's had some really, really cool, like actiony scenes yeah. in it. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, it's only two issues in too. I really like their portrayal of Aquaman so far. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll just say that read issue issue two. It's definitely yeah. worth it. It's it's been cool. I, I'm not sure where the end goal with that is either, but it it's been cool so far. This is kind of a spoilery thing for it. Yeah. But you know how we've been following the Legion of Superheroes girl from the first issue of Rebirth to, I think she showed up in Superman, I want to say. Was the next oh, one. yeah, yeah, okay. No, it was Batman. Yeah. Is when they went to the, when they went to Arkham and... She's having to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that Justice League versus Suicide Squad, Max Lord is getting a bunch of, like, uh, high, like, super destructive supervillains together. And one of them is the Legion of Superheroes villain, the Emerald Empress. Yeah. And she mentions, I have to find the Legionnaire that's lost in this time. That's crazy. So, so we're finally coming back to so the Legionnaire So that's another story. rebirth one that's going to tie into that's stuff. That's kind of awesome, yeah. yeah. And then we see her, don't, don't we see her, isn't that in the 80-page giant, too? Well, that's where it started. That's yeah. right, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's, uh, all right. And There's been pieces that have peppered in with that. Like, mm -hmm. Detective Comics 11 has part, well, has a little connection. The Titans 1 and 2 do. Mm -hmm. Flash, The Flash Rebirth, has had a couple of issues. And it's had a couple random there. ones that have mentions of it, too. And then, of course, well, yeah, Titans, or I already said Titans. But, yeah, like, those three, those three titles are the only ones that really touched it. And barely for Detective. Mm -hmm. So, that's cool we're getting back to it. There was, uh... The one that really tied into Rebirth that was really awesome was the meeting of the two Wally Wests in Flash. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a really cool team up where older Wally doesn't give away that he's also Wally West yet to the kid. Right. He just is, I'm the other Flash, and um, I know what you're going through, and I'm going to teach you some stuff. And, right, yeah. like trainer mentoring style. Yeah. It, it's cool they've managed to make the two of them fit in the world. Yeah. I think that's pretty... It is a little weird... 
the team but up. It's still pretty cool. The team up between the two of them. I'm hoping they do more with it because it reminds me a lot of when Dick became Batman and Damien was with Dick. Okay. The two Wally West yeah. team up reminds me like of a Flash version of that. Right. Okay, so, I can see that. Yeah, so I really want to see more of that. It's an interesting. Okay, I never thought about that direction, but yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah, because in New Wally West, I mean, originally, well, he's really like really all of us, I think of, we had kind of. He's a little bit of a brat, like well, kind of a got himself in trouble. Yeah, and but he's turned out to be a really cool character. I've yeah. really liked him and everything I've read so far. I like him in the Teen, in the Teen Titans stuff. It's been pretty cool. Regular Titans with Wally, with red haired Wally West, has been pretty awesome too. Yeah. Just with them kind of getting back together. I wasn't really sure when they, when they introduced, when they bring back in the mad magician villain. Um, what's his name? It's an Abracadabra. Abracadabra, yeah. I, I'm not so much a fan of the Abracadabra thing, but... It's kind of weird, but I, just, I really like seeing all those characters together oh, again. Yeah. Cast-wise, it's a cool cast. Mm-hmm. I just don't like Abracadabra in general. Yeah. I, mean, I like the word, but the character... Yeah. Not so much. I was watching Teen Titans Go the other day. Yeah. And he showed up in that. And I was like, where do I know that <laughs> character fine. from? It was from. Which is really kind of weird because a lot of those villains that show up on that show are actually mm-hmm. the yeah. original Titans villains. Titans villains, not Teen Titans or even. Yeah, well, yeah, the original Titans, like the 80s, yeah. 70s, 80s Titans. Yeah, like. Yeah. Not the new Teen Titans no. that are that cast. Right. Yeah, they're older villains, and the cast is who they are. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely definitely weird. <laughs> so say another one that's been really, really good book-wise. Um, I'm trying to remember what the title is now. Because we always said Seven to Eternity, and that's been fantastic. That's Rick Remender. But, but what was the other one? Did you read any of the new Luke Cage by... Gindy, Ta- Gindy Karkowski? Yeah. Um, first issue... How is it? It's 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 weird. Is it? Yeah, it's a little weird. Is it seventies weird? It is seventies weird. That's why it is. But it's supposed to be seventies Luke Cage. That's how he's dressed. Mm. So. Well, I knew that's what he wanted to write. Too, yeah. Was. It, it's seventies weird. <laughs> so like, I'm not. I wouldn't say that it's bad, but I I wouldn't say it's going to win any awards. Gotcha. It's you know. I still want to check it it's out. It's kind of it's it's fun because of who's doing it, mm. and it's fun because it's like. So think about. Like Batman '66 style, gotcha. It's like that, but more, but more serious. I see. If that makes any sense, it's not just campy. All no, the time. no. But there are definitely pieces that you're like, really? That's the uh, okay. Are are all right? I do. I do want to read it still sometime. So yeah, it's it's fun, but yet it, the weird part is that it's '70s weird. Gotcha. So it's not, yeah. It's not. It's not bad. It's got two two more to come out, and then it wraps up. Nice. It's only it's a four part. Yeah. So. I know it's something he's been wanting to make for a really long time now. That's cool. It was just like now he finally had the time to do it. So. Right. Like well, I do like. I mean his his art. If you if you like his art in general, then you're fine. There's pieces in there where I'm like I don't know grit my teeth a little bit, but there are pieces that remind me of Action Hank, and I'm like this is awesome. Nice Action. Hank. So because Action Hank's one of my favorites. Uh, so there, yeah, there's pieces where I'm like, oh, I can't believe this looks the way it looks, and there's other parts where I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So weird bit yeah. of trivia that's like way off topic for this. Sure. That he storyboarded a fight scene for one of the Iron Man movies. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. So if you go back and watch it, it'll remind you a lot of like a Samurai Jack that's or cool. a Titan style fight Interesting. scene. 
Yeah, I had no idea. I think it's I think it's Iron Man two. I can't be positive about that. But. Right. Well, there's there's quite a few robot fight scenes in there where he's fighting mm. hordes of robots, and some of them do get tore apart, kind of Samurai <laughs> Jackie. Now I think about it. My favorite uh, thing. I don't know if he's the one that does it, but he, he worked on the original Powerpuff Girls a yep. little bit too. And there's a scene in that and a scene in Symbionic Titan where they rip off the arm of the villain and then beat the red <laughs> villain with it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm hoping that shows up at some point in the Disney <laughs> Cage book. Uh, uh, I don't... It's possible, I guess? Because he's fighting some low-level unknown names, thug types, so I guess it's possible. I guess it'd be harder when they're not like robots it'd or be, monsters yeah, or something. Yeah, it'd be but. a little more... Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible, Ross. I'm just saying I find it unlikely. It's just hilarious when you're watching it because you're like, did that? Did that really just yeah, happen? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Use your arm against you and beat you with your own arm. <laughs> awesome. I think that, that's yeah, that's great. Um, Doctor Alpha started the first issue. It's pretty good. Um, I haven't read number two yet. Uh, the only complaint I have is that it seems like you probably really need to read issue three of uh, Darth Vader to get more of the origin for beforehand which is kind of a little little rough um, the only thing i didn't like was the backup story yeah and, and the only reason why i didn't like it is because i feel like i paid for something that i had no interest in buying mm. but it wasn't that it was that bad it just right. like, it didn't really have anything to do with the rest else. Of it, so. yeah yeah with just the the giant guys first issue has the two stories and after that it goes to regular regular size regular issue type the Wookiee in that book is like the best thing they've ever. He's awesome. Ever. Yeah. Black Kirstan, I think. Is yeah. yeah. He's awesome. I picture Chewbacca, but actually will rip off your arms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather than just the threat. Well, he's got that scar on his eye too, which is pretty cool. Mm. Like his whole looking weird. Like you owe me money. That's the only reason I'm around. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> that, that book's cool because it's basically anti. Anthony like we were Solo. talking about, like the anti Trinity earlier. Yeah, it's basically anti regular Star Wars cast. That's for that true. Book. Yeah, so you have Chewbacca and you got the droids and you got Han Solo. Pretty right. much, and it's like, like a mirror universe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they're not all necessarily <laughs> evil, but well, yeah. I guess they kind of are. And then, well, I, she's not as much. As she's the not other as much ones. as the. I mean, the <laughs> droids. Well, the C, he's definitely a, the C three PO. Uh, Opposite is definitely a, an assassin droid, mm. and he's kind of rough. And I guess he's very about money, also. Is he? Yeah. I know he's about causing pain to anything. Pretty much, yeah. He's, he's like a torture droid, yeah. basically. So is the the R two D two Yeah, they're both pretty. They're both pretty hell bent. Although I do think yeah. it's funny because I think a lot of times in regular Star Wars, you have C three PO kind of hold R two D two back from doing things that he would oh, normally yeah, do for sure. So it's basically like you just switch that around <laughs> where he doesn't hold him back anymore. Right. He just does whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is a pretty awesome dynamic just in yeah. general. But yeah, like an like an opposite or mirror verse version of of the rebels. Mm. That's yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, she's not not a straight evil Han Solo, but Han Solo is also like chaotic good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's her thing. Is she's just in it to make the money type right. thing. Smuggler, bounty hunter, money. Mm. Yeah. It's been good so far. Like, that second issue I haven't got to read, but I like the way it looks, and the cover's awesome, so... The first issue was pretty good. Best of, I don't know, but it was, it was good. I've really liked uh, Poe Dameron, too. Yeah, it's it's been better than I expected it to. I, I didn't expect it to go farther. Like, the fact that it's continuing to run mm -hmm. just means that it's doing well everywhere. 
So I, I like the idea of the Black Squadron of his team of pilots. So they're like cool. his best pilots that he picked out. Yeah, and the well, fact kind of makes sense to the movie too with the way they color different. Yeah, and the way that he uh, he it tied into oh uh, well, this is a prequel to the Force Awakens that came out last year, Shattered Empire. Shattered Empire with the yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, the, the pilot that was like the uh, that worked with the mom. And the blue guy. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the Black Squadron pilots, which is cool. I, I kind of expected to see some of that with the, with Rogue One, at least a name drop. But I guess it's too far removed for the books yeah. to name drop. I think drop they would have been movie. pretty young kids at that point in time. No, they shouldn't have been. Like they're into Return of the Jedi is when they're they're flying around with Luke and Han, and they're all seem to be pretty close to the same age. Yeah, I guess that's true. So they, so they would have been about the same age as Fisher. For the for the new movie, she so, was yeah, pretty. Young. She was pretty young for that though too. That's true. And Luke was like he was definitely young. Yeah, they, I guess they'd been, they they would have been way young, but not too young to be involved in it. I mean, no different than maybe just getting their start. Right. Yeah. yeah. I still would have liked it. It would have been kind of cool to have some sort of tie, other than yeah. just the Will's thing. Right. Well, the, the ties of Rogue One or not Rogue One from Rogue One to the <clears throat> Rebels. Uh, animated is really cool. Yeah, they had a lot of that. So more and more than I would expect. Right. For sure. I would like like the drop or drop or even just like a char- couple characters that look similar enough to them to make it sort of viable. Just because that way you connect to the only book that connects the things in the first place. No, it's, his mom. His mom was an A-wing pilot. Yep. Right. And so the A-wing pilots didn't really show up no, until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Anyway. No. But I guess you maybe you could have had his dad. Yeah, infantry still. style. Yeah. And she could have piloted something before the A-Wing, I guess. Maybe, but... Well, never something that was revealed in that particular set of books. It was a great set of books, too. Did that come out this year? Shattered Empire? Yeah. I think that was last year. Dang it, Ross. Yeah. That was really good. That was cool. It connects Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens for the most part. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, there's, <laughs> it doesn't a, there's a lot of years, Force Awakens, but... but it's directly after Return and it moves forward a small way. Yeah. It's a close thing we have the connection. So far, there's nothing else that connects. Yeah, there hasn't been much. There was a, the Leia novel that came out this year. Oh, right, okay. That explains that no one knew that she was Darth Vader's daughter until later. And right. That was an interesting book. I was say, I never, never read it. It was cool because they she was on, like, the new Senate and everything. Right. And, you know, Senate politics work like politics work. And sure. even though it was a new good thing, there were still people that were like, Hey, trying to overthrow it and didn't like Leia and you basically you find out that uh, someone in the Senate finds out that Darth Vader was Leia's father uh-huh. and they don't know him as at the end he turned around and they just know him as evil Darth Vader right and so it explains the dethroning of her from the Senate yeah, yeah. that's cool it ultimately leads to her starting the uh, resistance huh alright that's an interesting connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know about that. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's the only thing, though, that's really... I mean, there's been a couple other novels that have come out, that, but pretty much everything has been right after Return of the Jedi style, not as much towards the start of Force Awakens. So. Right. That's true. Um, let's see, I think I had... There was one more from Image, and I can't remember what it was called now. I still can't remember. I've been trying to remember the name of it since, like, two or three, maybe ten minutes ago. I can't remember how long ago it's been in time, <laughs> but I'm trying to remember what the heck the title of it is. I'm looking for curves for help, and I got it written on. I'm past image, so. Uh, dang it, Ross. 
What's the name of that thing? It's not the Cinder, although the Cinder's really good. This is a. Uh, it's not Nailbiter, although Nailbiter's really good. Yeah, well, I will give you this is not the best. It is, yeah. Sorry that this is not the best episode we've put together. I don't think we ever promised anyone. No, that's true. There's never been there's never been an actual promise of. I don't know if professionality is a real word either. It should be. If it's not, you need a petition that <laughs> what's that place called? Encyclopedia Britannica? No. <laughs> Webster Dictionary? Is that there thing? you go. I think that's it. Petition of Webster Dictionary because it Learn should be Ross. I think that was a lady that sewed Hello. things back in the Civil War. The Beauty of Birthright. Oh, these are tiles of books. Black Road, <laughs> Black Science, Descender, Curse Words. No, no, no. Curse Words does look awesome, though. I did get to read a preview book of that, uh, that, Dim- that Image sent over. It did, it did, it did. And it, it's pretty good. Uh, it's fun. Was that so, a 2016 book? A, Drifter, no. East of West, The Few, God Country, The Fix, no. Green Valley, Harlan, Hadrian's Wall, Invincible, Horizon. No. Killer be killed. Lucian's Mayday. Manifest destiny. No. Monstrous moonshine. Mon- oh, monstrous! That was the one. Yeah, monstrous is a 2016 book. It's pretty good. Uh, it's it's got a really cool American manga hybrid style art to it. So it's it's a really pretty book to look at. That that's not the one I was thinking of, but it is good. Oh jeez, let's keep going. I, yeah, I don't. Nailbiter. Motor no, crush. No. No mercy. The old guard. Paper girls. Okay. I do like Paper Girls a lot. Oh, Tokyo Ghost! That's the book I was trying to think of. Jeez. That was like last year, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I do a bit. I don't think so. It's only ten parts. They anyway. wrapped up this year. Talking. Was that was that last year, Ross? I don't know. Hmm. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. No, that was that was the one I was thinking. That was Tokyo Ghost. Nobody knows my size. It is fantastic. Did you ever like, read Rough Riders? I did. I like that one. Was that this too. year? It was. We'll get to it. Promise. Rough Riders? Is that what we're talking about? Or no, no, I saw something else. What, what did you see? We'll talk That's about right. that in a minute when we go to books to look out for. Oh, okay, there you go. Rough Riders was pretty good. They're getting ready to go in the second volume. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It's very uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style. Not, I mean, it's, it, as far as stories are set up, it's, uh, it's not as fanciful as League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is. But it's pretty freaking good. Like, Teddy Roosevelt's kind of a badass in it. Not that he was in real life, but, like, the way the book portrays him, burning buildings and just whooping, like, whooping ass everywhere. He's awesome. So that whole, that, yeah, if you haven't checked out Rough Riders and you dig, like, alternate history at all, you, you'll like it. It's, it's pretty freaking good. I like that book a lot. I, I like alternate history, though, where things are the same but not the same. <clears throat> that would be alternate. Yeah. Mandela yeah. Effect. Stupid. Yeah, I'm telling you. Good stuff. I do, yeah, I like Rough Riders a lot. Okay, well, that seems like enough nonsense for nonsense. I don't, I, you know, if you really want to hear the best of 2016, I guess you can go dig through the internet and find people's lists of nonsense. Uh, books to watch out to not consider be right. Soapbox books. Soapbox. Take two. That's a dumb title. Soapbox <laughs> books. That show up in all these reviews, and by soapbox, if you don't know what that means, it it means championing a particular cause. Um, which don't get me wrong, like the not, march, not is, entirely a bad thing, but no, when not you always. let that dictate the things you yeah. like, then it can kind of be exactly. I'm not saying they're all terrible either. I, I mean, March is a good book, but I don't think it's a best of the year book. Squirrel Girl, some people think it's a good book. 
But if it's in your top ten or your top five, you don't read a lot of books. I mean, it, I mean everyone likes different things. That's but, true, too, Ross. But a lot of the lists on the internet, you're saying... Yeah, I'm saying they're dictated the, by yeah. soapbox dances, and I don't, I don't like that. So ours is kind of dictated by what we read, though. Yeah, yeah, what we like. You know we what also I mean? didn't say it was the best of this year. But it's all a personal... No, it's always a personal choice and personal Well, preference. you said some of the best books from 2016. Yeah. That's your personal choice, right? Yeah. I wasn't really categorizing it that way. Did I? <laughs> no, I think we said some of our favorite books in 2016. So That's the correct terminology. Yeah. Take what Ross said. It's the same thing. No. No, no. Favorite books can be anything, I, I have Ross. a lot of favorites that are Ross far is right. the best. It's very true. <laughs> There's so much hate right now. Harley Quinn teams of Scooby-Doo, I think, is great. Is it a best-of book? No. That's a Scooby-Don't. No, it's a Scooby-Doo. It's a Scooby-Don't. Awesome. <laughs> Scooby-Doo team-up. Scooby-Doo team-up is pretty cool. With Harley Quinn, fantastic. I've liked a lot of the other ones. I mean, Harley Quinn one, but... <laughs> Super fantastic. Super fantastic. I guess I was just talking shit for the sake of talking shit. Yep. Just ignore well, me. That's pretty really long. 2017. You can't cuss like that. Did I... Oh, well, whatever. I think we've already, we've said a couple of books that we're really looking forward to for 2017. We did already. sort of. But let's do some books to watch, and we'll we'll do that now. Ross, books to watch, go. Well, I mentioned the Hanna Barbera team ups. That's right. I'm really excited for basically all of them. Yes. Um, Superman is going to have a giant crossover this year, which is going to be really cool. Right. The one that I haven't mentioned anything for because they didn't really release any Archie horror stuff or much of it this year. Right. But Archie Horror has been really good, so Afterlife with Archie and the Sabrina book were both really cool books. That's true. Um, they're releasing a Jughead Werewolf story this yeah. coming year, which I am super excited for, because out of all the horror things, werewolves are by far my favorite. Mine too. And I think it's going to be cool. <laughs> if they treat it the same way they've been treating the other stuff, it's going to be awesome. It's be pretty awesome. Okay. I will give you their zombie take, really, really good. The Sabrina stuff, really good. So I can't imagine this being not in the same ballpark. Mm. I, just in general, everything they've done since this whole like new breed of Archie stuff has been awesome. What are they going to do with Jughead's dog? You can't have Hot Dog and the Werewolf. That'd know. be a badass book to have, though. Huh? Hot, I think dog, that's and hot dog and the Werewolf. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's man. awesome. I think there's been, there's been <laughs> werewolves that have dogs in movies before. I don't think it usually works that way, Ross. Usually the dog doesn't like it. Yeah, that's true. Usually. It's true. Yeah, because they keep peeing on the same tree. Yeah, well, <laughs> when you're in constant competition, Curtis, there's no winning. I know, believe me. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> you called down the thunder. Yeah, apparently, but yeah, I guess so. Uh, that. What is the title for that one? The Jughead one? Jughead stuff. I don't think that's actually... <laughs> the Hunger. Hot Dog the and the Werewolf. <laughs> hot Dog. A.K.A. Hot Dog and the Werewolf. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that's more than your guys' shenanigans spinoff book. It, it seems badass. It, it, uh, yeah. Who's, been, who's writing this thing? That's a good question. I think it's the same same person that's been writing the Frank other. Thierry and artist Michael Walsh. And Michael Walsh was doing some covers for Sabrina. And I think he was doing some interiors. I think so, too. I'm correct. So it'll it'll look good, right? We well, you know who it's not. Francovia has a cover though. Yeah, yeah, doesn't he always? Fuck. I mean, <laughs> poop. <laughs> oh, Francovia. He's got a series he's doing too. Uh, the Shadow. 
Yeah, no, I know. Let's quit talking <laughs> about Frank and Mia. You know, I think I, I see at a con someday. We've got Frank Avia sitting there doing his thing in his booth, and he's and for no reason. Curtis is just down there, Hobia, with his fist, kind of like the kid <laughs> with the off my lawn from Sand Sand Troopers. Be great. I think that's hilarious that we're referencing something. That <laughs> no one understands. That's yeah, that's terrible. That's okay. So think Sand people, kid in the back of a truck. That's. With a broom. That's the best I can right. explain. I don't think he was holding anything. I think he was just doing the most. <laughs> he was holding chance. something. Was he? Yeah. That's where we're like, what the hell is he doing? It looked exactly His parents were just in the front seat, like, looking on their phones. Yeah. The kids in the back of the truck are just yelling, get off my lawn. I'm doing the sand people motion from the <laughs> Awesome. It's ridiculous is what it is. <laughs> hilarious. I can't believe that's a thing. It sh- shouldn't be, but it is hilarious. So what are your books? Uh, books to watch, what man. Uh, gosh, uh, curse words. I say check out. I mean, it, it, the first issue is fun. Um, just as I, I just have worked out yeah. and to read it, it was fun. Um, gosh, man. Uh, I'm pretty. Thinking? Huh? Want me to go while you're thinking? Yeah. Uh, hot dog and the werewolf. That's not a real book. <laughs> <laughs> we keep an eye out for that. Uh, Fabian Ringle Jr. is going to have. Uh, Space Riders Galaxy of Brutality coming out. Ooh. So that's going to be pretty good. That's always a trippy... We were talking about 70s earlier, 50s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about the 50s. 70s, though. This is a trippy 70s. <laughs> it's pretty psychedelic. Rough Riders Nation, number one. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of werewolves, there's a thing in IDW called Deviations. This is going to be a Judge Dredd book about him being a werewolf and never reverting back to human form. So Judge Dredd is a werewolf. That's I saw cool. that, and I was like, Curtis is going to like this. Well, if you've ever read Cry of the Werewolf, mm-hmm. which I have, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you have. I haven't. No. Um, so this is going to be kind of a, if he never turned back like he did in Cry of the Werewolf. Nice. Um, <clears throat> there's also another deviation in here that I forgot. Oh, Star Trek. It's about what if the Romulans discovered, discovered Earth before the Vulcans. So Earth is now oh. now a penal colony. Just like Praxis was. That's interesting. And so a totally different version of the reality well, unfolds. And Riker is going to be a, a what do they call him? A resistance fighter. So. That's oh, that sounds cool. pretty awesome. Yeah. That'll be all right. And uh, I think that's about it. All the other crap you can check out on there. Hey. Like you said about stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're getting ready to have that. Okay, so books to watch for. They're bringing back Highlander. Which uh, I am a Highlander fan. Did that come out of my mouth right? Highlander fan? Highlander. Maybe not movie two unless you watch the, what do they call it, the uh, director's pirate edition, which is awesome. Anyway, um, so Highlander's getting a new series, which I guess they're going to be relaunching that franchise as well, either movie-wise or TV-wise, I guess. So, new actors, new whatever. Uh, but the book should be cool. Uh, Justice League Power Rangers crossover. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I think that that should be freaking awesome. How did you forget about that? I don't know. I know, right? There's too many cool things that I want. That's true. I'm excited for that one, too. It looks really cool. The couple pictures that they put out for it look awesome, so I think that'll be an interesting thing just in general. Super um, backtracking here. Yeah. The Power Ranger series that's been this year. It's been, been good. Yeah, too. it's true. How do we forget that one? Yeah. That's, yeah, it started this year, too. 
If you haven't checked out the Power Rangers series and you ever like that, it's it's or really good. Even if you've never liked that, it's it, pretty it's good. A good book, yeah. yeah, it is. The art's really good in it too. Yeah, it's it's a good series. Man, how we miss that? I don't know. <laughs> Fired. You're like, thank God. <laughs> I didn't want to be here to begin with. Oh no, man. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. That's how it always happens. That's how it always happens. Uh, and I had a train of thought there for a second. Now I don't. It's gone again. It doesn't happen very often. I'm like, I don't know. It's it happens all the time. Man. I, the Rough Riders, I do want to see the next volume of it, because I think that's cool. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like that one. Shoot, man. I feel like there's another book in there that I was like, this is going to be the best thing ever. Oh, uh, Green Lantern and Planet Apes. Oh. I think that'll be awesome. What were you going to say? Hot Dog and the Werewolf. <laughs> Hot Dog and the Werewolf. You know, uh, <laughs> I think you need a cover of that. That's a werewolf eating... If they uh, have, if they have a, blank, a blank of that, we got to get that and get somebody to draw that. <laughs> okay. All right. Hot dog and a werewolf. Hot dog and a werewolf. No. Dude, that's like smoking the bandit. <laughs> no. That's awesome. No, it's not. Yeah, they run around in the forest, like eating feral animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't that make them feral? Well, one of them's already a werewolf. So oh, yeah, that's you know what a good mean? point. So they're eating bears. You know what I mean? And you see a dog eating a bear, a winter dog, no less. Is yeah. it a winter dog? Is his dog a winter no, dog or a beagle? Dog's like a, yeah, his dog's like a big shaggy dog. Shaggy dog. Oh, yeah. that's right. I'm getting all sorts of dogs mixed up. <laughs> yeah, because he tur- that, that's how that's how the zombie, zombie yeah, started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think yeah. you say that was like the first three pages of the first book. So. All right. So even if you saw the Halloween preview, whatever. Are we done? Just seen that. Are we done yet? Uh, I'm gonna go with the yes. Are we there yet? Yeah, probably. Hot dog and the werewolf. Oh my Pick god. Pick it up. Yeah. Ridiculous. We should start a petition to get that book changed. To that title. <laughs> hot dog and the werewolf. Oh my god. <laughs> if anyone does anything after this show to make that happen, we will put a link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying check the link that you're not going to see anything. Hot dog and the roll. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'll make my own story. I don't care. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying that you can. If you want us to write our own story, start a petition. I guess you don't need to. Just Right. I'll do it anyway. There you go. Yeah, don't waste your time. I'll waste your time for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. Is what I like. Uh, anything else? I don't believe so. No? Sunny Jim. Sunny Jim. <laughs> Sunny Jim. Oh, you're not the announcer this time? No, that doesn't happen at the... I don't oh. think so, Steve. That's all right. Is the announcer's name Sunny Jim? Apparently yes. so. I had no idea. You learn things all the time. That <laughs> just happened. Now you know and now he's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Yeah. That's Indiana Jones. Not the same thing at all. Oh my god. You get the idea. <laughs> it's all, yeah, man, that's, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, alright, Tiki? Tiki? I forgot we did that. Yeah. Tiki. 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 I'm not doing it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Scissors? No. Scissors. Uh, Those hurt sometimes. Yeah, don't run with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tiki. Tiki, and Happy New Year. Yeah, and Happy New Year, yeah. Best of luck. Yeah, 2017, good luck. Police not be dead. That's Christmas. That's something totally different. Who's Happy New Year? I don't know. Bien nuevo hero. I think it's something you eat. 